0: When your talents, gifts, education, expertise, and personality coalesce to help you solve problems for others, that becomes your secret sauce. It's the as-only-you-can-do factor that distinguishes you from others and demonstrates your leadership. Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money, a podcast where we have nuanced conversations about money, business, and life, where we take the time to explore the intersections of the psychology and emotions of money while respecting the math of it. You know, because these are all of the elements that impact your results, your feelings, and your experiences. I'm your host, Jacquette Timmons, and I am really, really glad that you've tuned in. So, whether this is your first episode or you are coming back, I thank you. And before we dive into today's episode, I cannot believe that it is the end of April already. And with time flying by the way that it is, June will be here in a flash. So I wanted to make sure that you had the next pricing masterclass on your radar, especially if you are looking to make up for some lost ground because Q1 didn't pan out the way you wanted it to, and you want to see if you can uh, make up that lost ground before the end of Q2. So we are meeting on June 10th, and if you want to join us, you can go to jacquettetimmons.com forward slash pricing dash masterclass. Again, jacquettetimmons.com forward slash pricing dash masterclass. Now let's go on to today's show. This is the last in the series that I have been doing around your brand and your message. AKA, what sets you apart from the crowd? What is it that you want to be known for? And before I go any further, I don't know why I feel the need to say this, but I do. I just want to be really clear about something. In having these conversations with you about messaging and branding, I have not held myself out as a branding expert because I am not one. However, I know what role your message and brand can play in your success. I know how much messaging and branding can influence you and me as consumers. I know how the combo impacts the products and services you buy and from whom. And if you are listening as an entrepreneur or small business owner, I know it plays a role in why people buy from you. So I want to take you on a little bit of a journey, and I want to use a company called Supreme as an example. If it's familiar to you, it's likely because you or someone you know is a designer, an artist, a photographer, or a musician, or maybe a lover of streetwear, or all of the above. One of the things that sets Supreme apart from other lifestyle brands that focus on skateboarding and hip-hop cultures is that their items are limited editions. Now, you can be sure, while I've done some things like scuba diving, I've never been on a skateboard, (laughs) and I'm not so much into streetwear. I only know about Supreme and what makes it stand out because of a friend who is a designer and an artist and who is into micro mobility, a term that I learned from him. But Supreme is fascinating to me because they are really a great example of the power and importance of your brand and your message. And maybe you're hearing about them for the very first time and you're not familiar with Supreme, but I bet you know these names I'm about to tick off like Apple, Coke, Netflix, Starbucks, Bank of America, Google, Beyonce. By all accounts, these aren't just names of companies or an entertainer. They are well-recognized brands, ones that will likely evoke some reaction from you across the spectrum of emotions. maybe you love them, maybe you hate them, maybe you are ambivalent, but wherever you fall on the emotional spectrum, when you think of a brand, that is what brands do. They evoke an emotion. And perhaps when you think of these names, not only do you think about what you feel, but you think about their products and services and how they help you address a particular task or problem or desire. Well, lurking behind that is what resonates with you about their messaging and branding. It influences what you buy and how even if you can't so easily articulate their messaging and branding or the difference between the two. Like I said, I have not approached this series as a branding expert. This is the third in it. So episode 81, 82, and now this one. Rather, I am speaking on this topic from an experiential standpoint and I happen to have some pretty strong feelings about branding and its sister, messaging. It's something I think about often because I have a business whose growth and sustainability are very much tied to my message and brand. In fact, I got a new speaking gig courtesy of a Google search. Yes, that is right. Person from the company was doing a Google search, my name came up as, you know, and as a part of the results. They reached out we, and they read my email and then that led to a phone call and some subsequent emails thereafter and a deal was done. And that's just a recent example of my own firsthand experience. But I'm also speaking on this topic because it's a combo that affects the work of my clients and the work that they do for their clients, customers, and prospects. And again, let's not forget that this all shows up when you are behaving as a consumer and not as someone creating something to be consumed. And I should say, let's also not forget how messaging and branding shape how you vote. (laughs) just in case you think this is only relevant to commerce. It is not. You and I, I should say, may not have the budgets to work with a fancy agency like the brands that I've referenced in this episode, but the questions that I posed in episodes 81 and 82, so if you haven't listened to them, now's a great time to press pause, go and listen to them, answer the questions, and then come back here and finish it up my point is that the questions that I raised in those episodes can certainly go a long way in helping you to bring all of the pieces together. And like I mentioned in the last episode, I have framed this conversation with you know, entrepreneurs and small business owners being top of mind, but the scope is just as relevant if you work as an employee and are aiming to make a name for yourself in your company or in your industry or, and, or in your industry. Having said all of that though, let me be really, really clear. It's not easy. Discovering and communicating what it is that you want to be known for takes a lot of work. It's internal work, and it's also external work. Internally, because self-awareness grows when you create the space and time for the introspection required to discover your message to happen. Externally, because you don't always have complete control over the perception of your brand and how your brand, your, I should say your message gets spread but externally, because you can, um, not how do I want to say it? While you don't always have control over how it gets spread, you can invest time, energy, and resources to share it and communicate it to influence how it gets spread beyond your own intentions, which is also a way of influencing your brand's perception. So, all of this is a really wonky way of saying that there is no benefit to trying to come up with a shortcut to the internal work and the external work that is required to really, again, get very clear about what it is that you want to be known for, what sets you apart, and, you know, how does that then result in the words that are used to describe your message and then also your brand. And in fact, I actually use this entire exercise as really a great way of kind of making the distinction between working on your business or working on your career and not just in it. And as, you know, opaque, I don't know if opaque is the right word, but maybe, what's the word I want to use? As... Yeah, I'm going to stick with opaque. As opaque as the process can be, here's a way that I think it can have a little bit more clarity if you're having a hard time just kind of wrapping your head around this discussion. And that is to think of it as an equation that is pairing together knowledge and personality. So said a bit differently, This is when your talents, your gifts, your education, your expertise, and your personality coalesce and they coalesce in that this is how you help solve problems for others. This is the factor of as only you can do. And that is really, really key. Because this part, the as only you can do, is where your messaging portion comes into play because that speaks to what it is that you want to be known for. So your brand, your message, this combo, it is your secret sauce. And the as only you can do point is how you distinguish yourself from others who technically do the same thing as you. And likewise, it is how you demonstrate your leadership, either in your company or your industry, or perhaps both. It's your secret sauce because every interaction that you have with your clients, with your customers, with your prospects, with your professional peers and colleagues, with your vendors, etc., it sends a message. It sends a message that either reinforces your message um, in terms of what it is that you want to be known for, And it sends a message about your brand in terms of how do you do the things that you do. And it truly puts a spotlight on what makes you unique. So in other words, your brand and message, they are a big darn deal. Plus the elements of your brand and message these are the things that can never be taken away from you. And I know I haven't emphasized that a lot, but I think that it is important to recognize that once you lay claim to what it is that you want to be known for and how you do the things that you do and why it's important to you and why you want it to be important to other people, no one, and I do mean no one can take that away from you, at least not without your permission. So, while you spend time each day, each week, each month, each year working to improve the technical skills that you need to excel at what it is you want to be known for, please be just as purposeful and intentional when it comes to cultivating and refining your brand and your message. And so here's my ask of you as we conclude this series. To treat what you do and why like it is one of your greatest assets. In doing so, as I mentioned in a previous episode, it can lead to more income, more impact, and more opportunities. Well, folks, that is it for today's episode. As always, thank you so much for tuning in and listening all the way until the end. If you'd like to show appreciation for this podcast, this episode, please share it so we can reach more people. And if you'd like to join us for the next Pricing Masterclass, it's on Thursday, June 10th at 4 p.m. Eastern. Again, this is an opportunity. If Q1 didn't turn out the way you wanted it to, this is a great way to see how can we Make up for lost ground in Q2. And if Q1 exceeded your expectations, still join us because let's see if we can double that for Q2. So to join us, go to jaquettetimmons.com forward slash pricing dash masterclass. Again, jaquettetimmons.com forward slash pricing dash masterclass. You can get all of the details and RSVP there. And you know, I'm going to always say this too. If you'd like to buy me a coffee, here's how you can do that. Go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash jaquette, buymeacoffee.com forward slash jaquette. Again, tremendous thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Until next time, remember, it's about more than money.